Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Christian, and as always, thank you so much for joining us. Whether you're a new listener or an old listener, we appreciate you all. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, though, just a general you know, summary of the pod. We're a podcast that interviews all sorts of creators, artists, musicians, photographers, actors, filmmakers, burlesque dancers, uh... If you skateboard, if you, you know, can unicycle, I haven't talked to a unicyclist aside from my brother who hasn't touched one in years. We're going off. But, um, yeah, you get the you get the gist of it. If anyone does that, that, you know, or if you do it, want to be interviewed, come on, shoot me a message. Easy to get a hold of, easy to talk to, I think. But yeah, I love meeting new people and talking to old ones I already know. So drop me a line. We'll get you on. But yeah, so. With all that little spiel being said, we're going to uh, jump into today's episode. I see he's, I see he's running inside. I don't know if you want me to. <laughs> no, I'm to... going on the porch. All right. <laughs> I saw, <laughs> I saw I you the... like booking it. I'm like, oh, man, is he just... <laughs> you can't run away from the pod, buddy. You can't. <laughs> I see you still. <laughs> no, I have two kids. Well, at least Ty, she's going to be yelling on the podcast. and We don't need that. Ah. Uh, it's good. I don't mind the <laughs> interference at all on the pod. But without further ado, we are joined by Dave DiMaggio. How's it going? Awesome. Oh, yeah. Thank Dave. you. Oh, anytime, man. Dave was uh, one of the people who caught some beautiful photos of me at the Oasis. And I've seen his work because, you know, you shoot like all the Oasis shows, it seems. And I've seen you around and everything, but never got to formally introduce myself and all that till that day. And of course, being a part of the local area where I'm from and all that, I have to have you on. So happy you're here. And why don't you uh, just kind of give a, just a little quick rundown of who you are, what you do, and then we'll just jump into it. First of all, thank you for those very kind words. I'm, I have the biggest imposter syndrome in the world. The big. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'm 38. I take pictures at shows for fun. No, <laughs> see, you underplay yourself though, because once I, we uh, became once we became Facebook friends, um, <laughs> like you were at our show, and then it was like three hours later, you were in Philly. Hey, I did like three shows. Yeah, I did the Oasis. I think it was two New Brunswick shows actually. That day, was, all I know is it wasn't Forky River. You were like. No. Somewhere at another show, I'm like, is this dude just show hopping around the whole damn tri-state? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, if it's weird, I love it. So, yeah. Like, the Oasis, right down the street from where I live. So, I got to be there for everything. Oh, hell yeah. You going to be there? Quick plug this Saturday for the show? Ooh, no. Saturday, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'll probably be in Pennsylvania then. All right. I, I say quick plug for this Saturday, but my dumbass, this comes out next Wednesday, not like tomorrow. <laughs> so a, anyone that's listening that attended the August Killed October, the Soviet, and I know a band dropped. I forget the third band that's still on, but the show at the Oasis on September. What fucking date? Is, I can't get my bearing straight. I am hurting <laughs> still. It's the ninth. <laughs> there we go. So you, um, like you bounce around and go to, to, I see like you're in all these different spots and things. Yeah. Too. Like it's cool seeing your tags because it's all like, I I'm discovering these venues that I'm like, Oh shit. There, there's so many more places than I realized. Yeah. yeah I, I love the weird DIY spots. I hate shooting real venues. 
it, it's just so weird. Like I went to Johnny Brando's and it's just, like, I don't know. I It's too much for me. Like people seem like not in the music. Yeah. Or in it, you know, they're really going at it. They, they connect with it. And Johnny Brando's is like kind of small too. And I felt a disconnection there. Damn, I, I've never been to Johnny Brenda's. I almost, uh, I, I do really like the place, especially the bar and the food. But <laughs> that, that's the one good thing when there's a bar and food. It's like, all right. But the good thing about like Oasis is, yeah, BYOB. Well, I th- I think they're still doing that. But then I know uh, Dan's got someone now selling food. So yeah. I'm like, oh, gonna check out uh, check out what that's all about on uh, always- Saturday. <laughs> When they have the shows in that little barn shed, I love it, man. I tell yeah. them all the time, forget about that stage. Just, dude, that that little place is awesome. It's got such a vibe in there. <laughs> so I um I'm actually I'm playing there the 23rd. Uh he asked me to be on the bill with uh was it Ten Penny, Little Miscarriage, and uh August Killed October. And I was like, is it in the is it in the barn or is it outside? He's like, it's outside, weather permitting. I'm like, oh, because I want to play inside so bad. But I know he's doing a lot of work to fix it up and all yeah. that and make sure it's sturdy. Yeah, like especially like your stuff, that'd be so intense inside. It really would be. Thank you. It, basement, man. That'd be amazing. It's I I definitely want to talk to him and like part of me is like, oh man, I hope it fucking downpours on the 20. Right? <laughs> but but it, but at the same time, too, it's like, you know, the atmosphere is great in there. Like the first show I went to was in there. Yes, me too. And, but, but it was like, it was so cool and all that. But at the same time, like the the show like that, like we actually met at like the Vomit Chord show, it was just and like the other shows I've gone to for fun. Like it's so much fun just kind of wandering the yard and it, all that talking to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like that, too. You can really but, relax down. Lay down if you want. Yeah, that's the thing though. I'm like, relax outside, party inside. Get like I told him, like, dude, if you need help, I will come help with whatever you need to oh, get. Oh, I told and my service is always available. Always. <laughs> and having you right down the street too, it's perfect because it's like you yeah. always have a place to shoot. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I always try to at least hit up one or two bands if I'm gonna be out that day. Just just to say thanks, because Dan really built up my confidence shooting again. Because I, I took years off between having kids, COVID, working a bajillion hours, you know, I'm getting back in all into it. So he really helped me out a lot. Ah, that's a, I love to hear that. It's he really is like built. It's it's such a cool little like space and everything. Like and like everyone that I've met from it and shit. Like it's it's a cool spot. And that's why I'm going out Saturday because I'm trying. I'm like I live ten minutes away. I'm trying yeah. to make it a point. Even if I could just go out for a little. To like try and hit up just every show. That's like a goal yeah. of mine. Like with summer kind of slowing up and everything now. And you know, s- schedules get busy as shit. I don't have to tell you. Yeah. You got, ki- you got kids. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm preaching <laughs> to the choir. <laughs> but uh, so like with with photography, where when was it that you really like got into it for the first time? Um, I remember like the first time shooting a band i was probably i'm thinking might see smoke 16 it was in graphic communications too we did a photography thing and I, my brother's band at the time charge i was like steve let me take pictures of your band of course 
I mean, I, I did photography for them for years, but I, I was like, this is cool. You know, doing the whole film thing. You know, you go to like a bunch of shows, take pictures. It's just fun. It really is just fun. It's what I love, like getting the pictures from like you and uh, like my buddy Tyler from Keep Pushing Production that was there taking yeah. pictures. Yeah, that's a nice one. I uh, then I um, Sam that's partnered up with Grim Garden, and then Matt John. I don't know if you're listening, but I realized Matt John, I don't think you sent your pictures over. <laughs> he, he's one that a spot in Tuckerton. I don't know if you ever shot uh, it was only around for a bit at the Ocelot. No, he was taken a lot there, and that's when we met him. And his pictures are just like amazing. And like the thing I loved about the show was like getting your pictures, getting Tyler's pictures, getting Sam's pictures. Like, there's one of like you took of me, yeah. and you see Tyler in the background. So I made that like a profile picture. But then once I got Tyler's, it was like I cycled around. It's just like seeing the different angles and the yeah. different perspectives of like. I always love that about photography. Just like it's literally the eyes of the person and how they're yeah. experiencing the show. You know, it's funny. That's exactly how I always um, describe my pictures. It's just my view of what's going on. And also, I got to echo what you just said. I love seeing the same picture from a different person, how they interpret the same piece of work. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's always interesting. And it's like, you know, I, I hate that. It's like, I hate looking at pictures of myself like that. Like when I get the owl, but I, I'd be a liar if I didn't say like whenever someone was like, oh, yo, dude, here's the uh, album of the, you know, the pictures from the show. And like, I love it when I get the collective of everyone's. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't mind scrolling because I love looking at all the other bands pictures and stuff because it's like each one's a work of art because it is like that perspective. So it's. Yeah, I love that you like doing the DIY spots because they totally make for the best pictures. They really do. I know everyone's attitude, in my opinion, is a bit million times better. Yeah, it's it's more of like a community space yeah. and all that. So I know of uh, like you've been shooting for a good while because I've been seeing Correct. like you've been posting like older pictures, and I saw you post ones of end of an era, and it brought me fucking back. Was that and oh my god, I used to work with the singer. No, no, and the era. I'm sorry, Severance, but that same show and the era. Yeah, it, wow. the, it brought me back because it was what was it 2009? I have the flyer up there. My first metal band would always like my first band I was in was a metal band. We'd always play Weartown Fire Hall. Oh my god! I and that. uh, the end of an era. Seeing the pictures, like Jeff was the one who recorded us, the singer. And uh, like that's why I met like Spags and all that, the drummer, and and it was like I saw the picture and it brought me back to like little adolescent me because I th I forget I think the pictures were like two thousand six or seven or something, so it was yeah. before I knew them. But like, oh man, I'm like, this is what these guys were doing while I was just being a little shit playing classic rock music, not learning metal and all that, not knowing what I'm getting into. <laughs> But yeah, it's cool like that you have like all those pictures still from that yeah. far back. Decently organized when I first started. Like when I went digital in 2006, I was decently organized. So no really nothing got lost, thankfully. So prior to 2006, what were you shooting on? 
I was doing a few things on film, but nothing crazy. Just disposable cameras. Nothing lost to the ether. Doing the old click it, hope it yeah. comes out, go go to the righty, drop the film off. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I used to use range finders and stuff, you know, old SLRs, but you can, that takes real talent. <laughs> Uh, in my opinion, the way I shoot things is the wrong way, but it comes out great, in my opinion. So, it's the thing is too. It's like with it's still capturing it. It's yeah. it's not like you know. There's so many things that make things easier, but when it comes to taking pictures, like to everyone, you know, threatened by like AI and all that. When it comes to yeah. art and music, when it comes to taking pictures of a show. And like getting that live cap, AI is never going to be no. able to do that. So it's with the digital with pictures, I see it just as a tool to make life a little easier. Because with film, like, you know, they cycled it out kind of. You can still get yeah. it, but it's so expensive and it's. It's such a hassle. I mean, it's fun to go develop it, go to the larger, do all that fun stuff. But honestly, who has the time? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna spend a week developing twelve pictures. No, I'm sorry, not happening. <laughs> yeah. Plus, with digital too, you can get so many more pictures of the bands. Yeah. So it's yeah. you can really give them a lot of shit to pick and choose from, and like, not you know, grabbing a Polaroid camera. All right, I got eight shots. Use them wisely. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it, it's like I've I've been wanting to experiment with Polaroid more. And it's fun. Yeah. It's funny, all that stuff's coming back around again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I bought one of the reissue cameras and all that. But it's like, the thing that sucks is how expensive the film is. So it's yeah. like, I'll bring it here and there. I've been wanting to bring it to shows and like try and get like a picture of each band. And I was doing that at um, Jacob, lead singer at the Soviet. Him and I used to hold basement shows, which it's one of those like you dan like the people from oasis that we've made friends with then just everyone else we made friends with it's whenever we meet new people all automatically i think of i'm like fuck i wish this was years ago at the basement but it's like i, I was doing polaroid here and there like i have some pictures from it to kind of solidify it because i knew that this was the final days of it so it's like Get those old time photos. If they come out, they come out. Yeah. It's always fun to see the surprise how they do come out. You're right. Yeah. It, it, I always laugh though. Just, you know, the outcast song and seeing people do it, getting the picture and shaking it and all that. And then learning. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you've been going a while. You said digital 2006 and all that. Um, yeah, when was it you, you took some time off and all that before like the time off? Were you doing like how you go now and just like really going hard, just going to all these shows? And well, yeah, my girlfriend at the time that's what we were doing together, actually. You know, that's what we did for fun. Let's go to a hardcore show, let's go to a metal show, or you know, if we we're lucky enough to get a pastor Starland, let's shoot Starland show. So it, it, it was fun, a lot of fun. Oh, so you. You've also done like Starland Ball, got like actual like photo passes and stuff, and we're right up yeah. front. Yeah, now, I just have to know people. 
um, Ray John, he used to have this magazine called Define the Meaning. I would get it from him and Eric, the singer of Mass Punishment. His bands would play. They were called Severance. Yeah, Severance and Mass Punishment. He would always play Starland, so I would get photo passes through him. Hell yeah. It, it's funny, like, stuff like that, like, I, I never thought too much into them. Like, how do you get a photo pass? But, like, you know, I know, uh, like, Jeff Crespi. Like the yeah. photographer that bounces around, and I'm always like, if I'm like at a show up front, I always see it right there. I'm like, hey Jeff, like, <laughs> but it's like I never thought about like the actual logistics of how does one even get that? Like, do you, if you don't know an in, like, do you just contact uh-huh. the venue or? Usually, you gotta know management or a band or something like that. Like him, he could correct me if I'm wrong. I've heard. He works for Asbury Park, so he's got free range of everywhere in Asbury Park. That's iStar. Uh, Which makes sense, because every iStar venue, I see him right up front, right there, clicking away. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... Asbury, it's... It's one of those places I I love and I hate it at the same time. Because I love it because it's always fun there. It's always fun. fun, It jumped a shark years ago. Years ago, when they actually that hotel when they finally built that those apartments for real on the yeah. beach you know <laughs> i'm like it's over it's done see you later like even when it was just the giant crane it was okay but yeah, yeah it's like you know things like the saint now i love playing the saint the saint's another yeah. spot that i feel like atmosphere for like taking pictures and stuff I, like, I really love saint. i really do actually every so time i don't go but they, uh, Sorry. Oh, you're good. I think uh, <laughs> I think like they're kind of still not doing shows and trying to yeah. build up. But like it's one of those venues that I, I every time I play, I play with a handful of different bands that I've, I've been a part of through the years from high school to now. And every time the staff is nothing but friendly. The audio is amazing on stage yeah, and man. off the stage like. It's just like I hate seeing shit like that get taken over. Yeah, it's just basically rotting, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, good at- landmark just rotting away for no good reason. But once again, I star. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that. That's why it's like I feel like with this resurgence of DIY venues, like a lot. <laughs> like it's, it's. I I always stress to people. I'm like, just go go to a random show like as low key of a show you can find and yeah. just meet people i'm like because then you'll find out about this venue that venue and all these just spots like oasis when i first went i'm like what 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 fucking place is this and i pull up <laughs> it was the first ever the soviet show i call up jacob i'm like i'm outside of a house he's like wait you're at the show i'm like the house is the show. He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm all for it, but how the fuck do I get to the show? <laughs> was... You know, what's, one of my favorite things about the Oasis is the random neighbors that would come by to party. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I love it. You get once in a while, I have a guy on the roof. He's just drinking away, hanging out. Then you get a cowboy coming in, buying a few whatevers, you know, having fun. <laughs> I've never seen the cowboy. I've heard of the guy on the roof, though. Oh, I got pictures of both. So really, oh, you gotta you gotta send them my way, especially yeah. for um, because I'm gonna need you know, no rush. We'll talk off air, but uh, 
going to need pictures to promote the pod yeah. episode with. So since we're talking about it, those two will be great to, to start off with. Some. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but I want more pictures than a cowboy and a guy on a roof, though. I want some awesome band shots, but <laughs> no, I definitely got you on that, too. <laughs> so with uh, with music, obviously, you say you like the weird stuff and all that. So, yeah. like, you kind of bounce around from all different genres all the- and stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I if it's something weird, I love it. Like, I'll talk about a work. I'm like, yeah, I was watching this guy play a Jew harp all night at uh, Johnny Brown. It's like, you, you're kidding me. I'm talking about Dan Higgs. I'm like, no. And they're like, you really did go see this guy. And yeah, I love it. <laughs> Some of the noise acts I've seen, I forget their names, like New Machina or something up in New Brunswick. Their name's Luke, I think. Playing up chimney thing with a saw blade. I'm like, this is cool. It's, you know, open your mind, people. The noise, it's just like whenever people like I show them noise music and they're like, I don't get it. I'm like, you're really not supposed to. I'm like, you're already thinking too far into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and you think, yeah. I'm like, it's an experience. I'm like, and it's more so like whatever I watch and my takeaway from it is watching whatever they have. And what they're doing with it. What kind of noise are they creating with whatever since or just there's a guy in uh down south Jacob played with called Canned. <laughs> and it was a dude, I think he just had a microphone with some like pedals and all that running the mic through and an empty Pringles can. Sounds about right. <laughs> Talk of the town. Talk of the town. One of the one of the most talked about acts there. <laughs> I'm sure it was. When uh you've seen with how long you've been shooting, you've seen a shitload of different yeah. acts and all that. What is the most outrageous? I'd, I want to say noise act, you know, because it, just because they kind of have the outrageous factor, but like even when it comes to like punker, hardcore, metal, and all that. What what was like some of the craziest shows you've shot that like craziest shit you've seen? I'm trying to think of sh- shows I photograph. Shows I didn't photograph. You just do something. Else. I can't remember the name of the bar in Keensburg, but like Blacklisted played there and um, Shadow Realm. Oh my god, I was legitimately afraid for my life. Like behind the bar, ducking. It was crazy. I'm trying to think of ones I photograph. Anything in New England, man. They go so hard up in New England for hardcore. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, lo- I love New England, too. But Boston, man, they're nuts. They're nuts in Brockton. Holy shit, watch out over over there. Now, um, talking up that way and like hardcore and all that, do you know Cannabis Crypt? No, I do not. I, can't, I think the name's Cannabis Crypt. I, I feel so bad. There, there's this dude, Jesse Potter, that he's the singer of, and he does hardcore. I met him randomly outside in the back parking lot. There was like a comic shop in Salem, Massachusetts. On Halloween, it's like, hey man, I want to go to a hardcore show tonight. I'm like, um, from Jersey, I got plans. We started just bullshitting about something, and then we became Facebook friends. But haven't Not seen always- each, haven't seen each other since that day. But he does like hardcore stuff, and some of the shows he posts, like that his band's doing, like holy shit. So I was wondering if you knew because you were talking about up that way. No, I think what else? Weird shit. See, lots of stuff. I don't think it's weird to me though, because I'm a weird motherfucker, you know. Well, so, like, like, 
disinfect or like let's disinfect. They also played the same show. Like that's the stuff I expect to see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Let's Disinfect. That was a cool act. See, Let's Disinfect to me, I'm like I say I say it's weird but normal because it's like it's normal to me. Yeah. But to other people, like Vomit Cord, you didn't get to see Vomit Cord. But Vomit Cord, people say, what the fuck? And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's you're literally in an immersive musical experience with Vomit Cord. Yeah. And, J- and Jacob hates doing it, but he always said if someone books Vomit Cord, Vomit Cord will play. So you got to see Vomit Cord. We got we got to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Get, got to get him down here. Yeah. If you book it, he will come. <laughs> <laughs> or or if one of us book it. But it's I think I think you'll very much enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> he he's very photogenic, I shall say. I gotta look this up now, really. <laughs> it's it's all like it does the same thing like let's disinfect with the Game Boy and all that. Oh. But it's all just like screaming over and he added more synth stuff. He did a different style set than, you know, him and I, we we built up Terror Tunes and Vomit Chord together. Okay. Like, the, our first show was at the basement because we couldn't get booked anywhere. And that started our basement shows. And that's when we really started building both of our like solo things. But yeah, with that first show became uh, the, you know, I'm trying to think of the word to say the, uh, the ritual, I guess you will. Of yes. Before the set wearing the gimp outfit, he eats a tablespoon of chili extract. Oh, and there's a spit bucket that he's constantly spitting up in in the crowd <laughs> with oh. an obnoxiously long mic cord. I think he's got like a 50 foot mic cord. <laughs> hey, that's what you got to do, man. Because I, I did play in bands for a little bit. I need like a 30 foot guitar cord because I'm just walking around the bar wherever I'm at. You know, you got to be a little bit of a dick. <laughs> hey, you were saying when we were talking before recording and all that, yeah. that, you know, you played music for a little bit. Yes. Was that during before during after like well, well like my last bad kingpin i'm bad with years i am saved around 10 i got i'm thinking again uh maybe around 13 yeah 2013 you know i was still taking pictures i was booking shows and playing in kingpin like a, i was a madman <laughs> but yeah, I would just run around when I can with it because it's fun. You know, someone's got to make the first move, whatever it is in life. So yeah. Now with it, yeah, you were you know playing shows and all that. Were there yeah. any favorite spots you played? And also, do you have recorded music of Kingpin? I do have recorded music of Kingpin. Um, my other band, Into the Void, which I actually really love that one, and my high school band, Eat My Shit. <laughs> It was a grindcore band. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I, I was waiting for the "Eat My Shorts," but then it, the fact that it was just clear cut "Eat My Shit" makes it a thousand times better. Yeah. Yes, me and my friend, we uh, Joe, we made that in our eleventh grade English class. So she loved us, the teacher. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just tell her to eat your shit. No, not the teacher. Maybe the second teacher in there because, you know, we were a little special. I don't know if you figured that out by now. 
<laughs> I I couldn't, but hey, someone who had a second teacher and I forget what grade it was. No judgment zone. <laughs> but hell yeah. So you got to do both sides of the uh yeah. both sides of kind of the experience. You got to do take pictures, play music and all that, record. Was it like home recordings or you hit a studio and all that? No, my brother had a home studio. And he had all the legit stuff. Like, he worked for Sweetwater Music, Free Old Music. So he knew what he was doing. <laughs> hey, when it comes to the studio, all you need is one person to know what they're doing. Yeah, you're right, actually. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good drummer. A good drummer is the big, most important part. Yeah, it's the pressures of learning to drum to a metronome. Yeah, hey, but you know what? It's, People need to do it. I need to play some Metro more myself, but that's a different story. The thing is, it's like with Terra Tunes, I don't do it. I don't do mm. it when I play it because like everything's kind of synced up okay. and stuff. Like the this bass synth on my bass drum, it goes with every bass drum hit. So it as long as okay. it's going, it'll go. The chaosolator is a different story, but um yeah, it's like it's one of those things that it's really not too hard. Like if you could play an instrument, I feel like you could play to a metronome. You should. Yeah, it should be. it's like it, I understand if it takes like, you know, if it takes like an hour or two. But aside from I'm like, it's really not that hard. Aside from <laughs> the shit I had to do it with, though, I never did it again. <laughs> I I rather not. <laughs> So with it being like a home like studio, was it still just like kind of one of those experiences where it's like, holy shit, we're we're recording music. I mean, definitely for me. Um, I mean, we saw the isolation room and all that fun stuff. Like it was a legit setup down there, but it just felt so weird to be disconnected from everyone else in the band. I always like playing with the other people. Yeah. So, so to play with just drums and maybe bass, and you're like, this is odd. You know, like, uh if we had a few songs with bass fills, so that had to go down before I did. It always feels like it feels so formal and informal, especially yes. when it's like, you know, like a, a punk band, a metal band, all because you're sitting there and, you know, you're trying to make sure you're not wasting the recording time and, you know, we, wasting the dude's time recording it primarily because it's like you want to lay down the best track that you can. Yeah. But at the same no, time, you're sitting there and you're just like, Man, I feel like a fucking group of monkeys wearing tuxedos right now. Like this, I, I just want to go off and play like we're yeah. playing a live show. One thing I really missed was actually feeling like the the music, the drums, the bass, the guitar. You know, actually feeling the air move. Yeah, you know, I'm that, and it's like, oh, this is weird. I'm plugged into the console. Look at myself. I can actually physically see the sound waves of me playing in real time. I didn't like that. Yeah, you got the headphones with the wire plugged in. at that yeah. point you were just like I, I i feel like i'm hooked up to like an iv or something like yeah, it's no. yeah no that's no fun at all do you have a favorite show with any of the bands that you played where it was just kind of you know we're saying being confined and all that that you really but with the show being just like really let loose and going berserk yeah it's probably one of the last uh, Into the Void shows, we put. I did the show at the Moose. I want to say Old Wounds played and a bunch of uh, 
the drummer's band, uh, Brendan's friends played. It was amazing. I always had a fun time at the Moose. I loved it there. Anytime I booked or played there, I loved it. The Moose and uh... Brick, Bricktown. Is that? It's like a hardware store now. I don't know it. Because I, I, the one dude that was holding shows at like a VFW or something, I didn't know if it was the same place or not. That's the thing. It's so many places have come and gone. All, yes. all while like being a part of like music since, you know, since 2009, I've been pretty, you know, try to stay pretty up to date and active with it to learn new venues and shit, new places to check out. But it's like, I'm learning about these ones when I was playing all this music. Show, I'm like, where, where was I? <laughs> like, I, 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 I go through it all the time. Cause I see a random flyer posted like 2003 or something. When I was still in high school, I'm like, wait, I would have went to that. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> Why wasn't I at this show? What better shit were you doing? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. There's nothing I could have done better. I can tell you that for a fact. <laughs> Gotta be working or, you know, sit around with a thumb up my, my ass. <laughs> that's one thing i've a pat on the back it's i feel like with like finding like finding oasis if yeah you know take that as you will the band the place finding a nice spot in my mind that i can finally relax <laughs> but <laughs> now fi like with like going to the oasis show and kind of seeing like god ah, there's diy spots around here so and then hearing about more and all that it's it's kind of just been like pushing me a lot yeah. more and like creatively in all sorts of ways. Because I'm thinking about I'm like, all right, what kind of different show can I bring to Dane and be like, hey, man, you want to do some weird shit? Like we're going to have one band, but have all this other stuff going on. But, and it's like I'm trying to just t take that thumb out of my ass I had in high school and like the years of missing shows and all that. Yeah. And now I'm like really just trying to bounce around and basically do what you do with, with photography, but also uh -oh. <laughs> just bounce around more. So it's like, you know, just going to consume it or be a part of it. Like, yeah, you know, you know, you touched on it earlier. One of my favorite things is meeting all the different people. Yes. It's amazing. It really is like just, especially young people, young people are so psyched on music right now. I love it. Like my opinion, I never had, this much fun that shows ever in over 20 plus years like it's amazing it's like the shows were fun as a teenager yeah. and all that it's but it's like looking back i'm like no nah, it was like it was still kind of like how it is today but like i feel like now with how much more you know social media fucking sucks but it's yeah. one of the positives where it's like with everyone really connecting and there's so many different ways to network with the people you meet and do different shit. Like I, I could write music with one of these people. I could meet someone this Saturday at the show and write a song this week via technology and social media yes. and all that and release it the following week. Like it's, it's cool. It's like, it's one of those things that whenever I see kids taking advantage of it, it's forms the heart. I'm like, ah, it's like yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll straight up say all these kids, you know, underage smoking the weed vapes. Did you ever <laughs> smoke out of a fucking aluminum can, dude? If you didn't, okay. put it down. <laughs> you have to some foil out of the, the pantry, get a pen, make a pipe. No, <laughs> the tinnies. Oh my god, it's uh, that's one of those things I always. 
<laughs> I, I always laugh and I always bring that up. I'm like, with the technology, with music and all that, like, no, utilize it. But then yeah. when it t- goes to that stuff, I always have to be that asshole. Be like, back in my day, <laughs> we smoked K2 out of a trumpet mouthpiece that was inside of a pumpkin. The screen was a piece of Sean's window screen. True story. <laughs> like, oh, we all got our rigged pieces. Trust me, man. This, yeah. This, this forced the Woods and Jackson have some, uh, how do I say, failed pieces done by me and my friends. <laughs> I know where they are. I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's like a time capsule <laughs> when um you know you're, you're bringing up the youngins and yeah. all that so i don't know who's listening to this and all that you know being a photographer at these shows you're a pretty popular guy <laughs> people people look into what you're doing where you're going and all that so uh you know i will say this there's one thing i don't like about young people you go to the Instagrams, you can't figure out who's who because they don't ever put pictures up for themselves. It's always in tag pictures. <laughs> it, so it, I'm, it, I'm it, trying it, to tag these people. Who's who? The, I uh, hate, weird uh, thing to go on. I, just, it's, I, I hate that because it's like, it, and it happens you know, all the time. Yeah, it happens <laughs> all the time though because it's like, I see so many people and it's like, it's always with like the very creative artsy people yeah. it'll be like the post will be like a collage of five photos and it'll be someone i know i met at a show and like for a little while i'm bad with faces and names like i'll recognize a face or i'll recognize a name putting the two together i can't always do so social media helps me with that yeah <laughs> so, so like this person i'm like they're constantly commenting on my shit i know it was from around this show who the fuck are you again yeah. And it's yeah, a, people, guys, just introduce me with your username because I'm not going to remember your real name, much less you know what you look like and connect everything. It's not happening. <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like a modern day Seinfeld skit. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Robert <laughs> from this <laughs> band. How's it going? <laughs> right. Uh, it's. I mean, it's cool though, especially like you know for the for the kids the DIY spots and all that. Cause it's, you know, I don't know if you were going through it, like when you were playing shows and all that, but like with like the bars and all of that, like when you're 16, to 18 years old, it's hard to get your friends in that age group to go out to a bar, like, and not be able to drink. You know, degenerates will do degenerate things. I'm not, I'm just going to stop it there. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just like with the DIY spots, I, I feel like it's good because it just, it welcomes all walks of life. And like, yeah, we met, we met a dude at, um, the Oslot that I was talking about 16 years old, just loves music, but was just like an outcast in his area because it's just a shit area of, fucking okay. hillbillies and stuff but music punk music something I always loved and uh you know to this day we, we still bring them out to shows and all that but like he was a 16 year old kid and you know we were in our 20s and all that and at first it was a little like but then it's like no nah, like we're helping this kid escape this shit and like getting him into 21 plus shows and we're like he's our responsibility He's not going to be drinking. If he even has a sip of alcohol, 
we're backhanding him and bringing him home to his mom. <laughs> like, but it's with the DIY shows. I feel it's cool because it's it welcomes just all those walks of life. It does. It does. I, you know, it's great to see, especially now. Because I hate to say, back in the day, you would not see gay people, trans people of color. You've seen everyone now. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's, you know, we're represented. And I love it, too, that you're seeing shows run by, like, everyone. Yes. Like, that's part of these yes. groups. Because it's, you know, it's, as you said, so fucking outcasted. And it's... It, 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 it's fucked that it still is today and so it's like having those spots to just let people be who they are like who they genuinely are and just not give a shit it's just it's also because you know like you know you and probably majority of the people listening know when you're in those atmospheres yeah there will always be asshole, assholes but for the most part everyone's just so accepting of just who yes. you are. They want you to be who you are. So it's yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I shot a show at the circus in New Brunswick, and people were being themselves. That was great to see. Like, you know, because I shot a million shows in New Brunswick going back to 2005, and back then it was just a white boys club, you know. I might have been like one of the three white people there that night. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you said the circus? Yeah, it's called a circuit. See, I never heard of this place. I wear fucking clown makeup and perform. How do how do how does one get to the circus? I I probably can hook that up for you. Um, they got a show tomorrow, but it's kind of useless to promote it now, though. (laughs) Yeah, if you're listening, it was last week on Friday. (laughs) But uh, let's go. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Uh, all right, we we talked so much DIY venues and DIY stuff. Asked you to rattle off some, you know, the youngins, the up and comers. What are some of the current D, like DIY venues? I I'd say. Well, you mentioned Mass. If you're going to Massachusetts a lot, I say tri-state up to Massachusetts. Or just any DIY spots on East Coast, West. Coast, I don't care, wherever you want. Okay, of course we got City Oasis. Yep. You know, Max, uh, Max, I love Max at the laundromat. Um, well, we got the circus. I forgot, I forgot their name that runs it. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the one I always go up to in New Brunswick? Shit, I'm gonna remember this too. Oh, Beat Four, you know, Radcliffe, awesome dude. I mean, you got the yard in Amberley, Pennsylvania. I'll be there this Saturday. Uh, the wormhole in Philly, amazing spot. Like, it, it's the Philly Monica, whatever they call it, supposed to be cool. I never got a chance to go there. I want to. I mean, there's just so much cool stuff. I hate that it's all ask a punk, but yeah. if you're finding out, you definitely want to be there. And that's the thing, though. You go to one of these shows, you start to find out about all these shows. Like yeah. talking to like the dudes in the Soviet and all that. They played uh the grotto, and like we were trying to figure out a show for like something we want to do in November. And they brought up the grotto. I'm like, now what the fuck is the grotto? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like I know you told me, but I forget. And it's like, it's, you know, it sucks that, you know, ask a punk and all that. But so many times there's been shows like that, that I played like with the Oasis that once, like I told the people the address they are like, is it this house? I'm like, yeah, it's that house. Come in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And they come in and they just say, they're like, I've never been to a show like this. Like, 
you know, because they're so used to just the bar shows and the clubs and all that. Like, so like these spots, like it's kind of it seems like I want to say it brings out the inner child. Oh, you know, in our age groups just popped in my head. Cinco de Mayo in uh, New Brunswick. Guy Corey books it. It's a Mexican restaurant. Food's great. Awesome atmosphere. Oh, dude. And they were like one of the places when he, I know when he books, if you go to school in New Brunswick or like surrounding area, you get him for free. So there's always young people there. Oh, shit. Yes. I don't know if that's supposed to be, you know, in the air or on the DL, but I just let it out, I guess. Uh, well, hey, you heard it, but didn't hear it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go don't come at me if there's any issues uh, it's on me <laughs> I, i'm the i'm the one prying for the information <laughs> I, i'm trying to get all the juice on the diy spots when you said the laundromat is that the place in um was it has not has no you think of oh you think of the place in rawway that's like the parlor i've never been there either it's a, it's a spot where it looks yeah. like an actual laundromat and then the door no. opens uh, oh, hey, hi, Tig. <laughs> I, I feel so bad. I'm not keeping you from the kids, right? <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. I, I haven't, I haven't seen smoke or hear heard explosions or anything. I haven't, I haven't heard any screaming, so that's actually kind of concerning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't want to keep you too long. That's, no, that's uh, I actually, I, I um, what's it called? I, I can't think of the word. I said, I basically told them I'll buy them Robux if they behave. <laughs> I'm sure you know what Robux is. Robux is that with Roblox? Yes. Uh, oh my god. Tell them tell them I'll give them some Dogecoin or some shit. Coin, <laughs> um, Ethereum. I don't know when all that stuff was big for a second. I was like, oh, let me get by 20 bucks of this, see what happens. Then it instantly tanked. It, like, that, that day, that hour, it instantly tanked. I'm like, what the fuck? Can anything go right for me? It's funny with Dogecoin. I too bought it. I I won't let you be on the air admitting it here alone. I, <laughs> I bought it. I still have some lingering just because. But I was gonna to buy <laughs> to the moon. I was gonna buy it. I'm just like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Twenty dollars a paycheck. Wait, if I just put it in, I'd do it. But I didn't do it because I'm like. I thought back to what I told my coworkers. They're like, I don't know what Dogecoin is. I'm like, wait, you bought this much of it? You don't know what it is? They're like, yeah. I'm like, it's a fucking meme. Yeah, right. I'm like, you bought meme currency. They're like, what? But then when all that stuff happened with uh, Reddit, with like GameStop and all that, and it went almost to the moon, if I stayed on track with my plan when I started doing it and all that, if I stayed on track with how much it went up to and how much I was buying it at, I would have had like four mil. Ooh. And my heart sank that I never hated a fucking stupid meme currency so much for me not dumping all this money into it. Oh, remember when Bitcoin came out? Oh, it's not going to be nothing. And people were just buying pizzas with it. Like, yeah. Dollar. dollar. <laughs> oh. I don't know what it's at now or anything, but now it's at one point that was a $45,000 pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so ridiculous to think about all that stuff and everything. And like just how cycled out, like even the dollar bills get. And I, and I love cash. I get tips at work, you know, with shows and all that, you know, getting cash is always great. It's just it sucks. <clears throat> 
the fact that at shows we're gonna be like oh yeah we accept dogecoin <laughs> you got dogecoin that's how you could pay me for a cd or a shirt like you know what's so funny something i've noticed the the iy artists are better with the vemo the paypal stuff than the most of these major labor artists if i go see them yeah it's the funniest thing <laughs> it's I, I feel like it's just because it is like with like the DIY artists and all that, you know, it's, it's the same group. It's the same kind of people, you know, yeah. we, we know it's like, we've gone to shows where it's like someone had Venmo and we're like, what the fuck's Venmo? We really want the shirt or CD and we don't have cash. We're like, all right, screw it. I'll download this app for oh, you. So many times. Yeah. I mean, I, if I'm, if I do plan on buying something, but yeah, half the time it's all, you know, let me just scan this. Fuck it. Go on the PayPal credit. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I forget what was it? Uh Cash App, I think it was, or something. Yeah, my, bu- my, my buddy and I were vending, it was like a wrestling event, and he had like custom figures he made and all that. And this woman was about to make like a fifty dollar purchase, but only had Cash App. And my buddy didn't. I'm like, dude, I th- I think no Zell. It was Zell. Yeah, okay. I'm like, dude, I think I have it because having TD Bank and all. I'm like, I think it's all it's connected. automatic. Yeah. And we uh we're sitting there. He's like, you sure? I sat there for like two hours trying to figure it out. I had the payment because it texted it to me. So I knew I had the lady's money and she wasn't going anywhere because she was part of a birthday party and they were waiting for the wrestling show. But I'm just sitting there forever. I was just missing a stupid button to accept the money. <laughs> But I'm sitting there. He's like, dude, why are you fighting with this? It's okay. I'll take the hit. I'm like, no, I'm like, I might need this one. Day. Yes, I- <laughs> so it's anyone listening. Don't be scared to download the apps. Support those locals, the underground people. <laughs> Over 600 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So with your, you know. You said you're older, you got kids, and all you got back into the photography and all that. You're having a shitload of fun with it again. The passion's there. Where is it you kind of want to bring the photographer to if there is like a place you want to bring it? Or do you just kind of want to keep having fun with it? I like to have fun with it. Um, I never like if someone asked me to shoot a show, I never take money. I never take money. I mean, if they want to give me a beer pool or veggie sandwich, you know, I'll do that. Yeah. I, I never take money, but my goal, my pipe dream, really, is not a goal because it's a pipe dream. And everyone's going to laugh. If you know me, I love Taylor Swift. I want to shoot Taylor Swift. But I don't, I don't I don't even have the right equipment to do that. But that's my dream right there, Taylor Swift. All right. And just keeping the basement scene, man. I love the basements, the DIY. You know, let's go to the Mexican place. Yeah, let's do a show in there, you know? Like, it's cool. Like, you know, it's supposed to be rebel stuff. Not, you know, I- Santa corporate i just took a big old swig of water <laughs> because we're gonna backtrack you know i said tangents are cool and all that yeah so you're a big swifty i'm a swifty like you want to believe all right i'm gonna say it here i fucking hate taylor swift <laughs> not <laughs> not to be cool because yeah. when she came out on the scene and was doing you know acoustic and singing and all that it was never my style i didn't loathe her yeah i don't even i don't even 
loathe her now. She's I'm not, I'm not even a fart in her soup bowl by saying that. You know, <laughs> I I know I'm I'm nothing to Taylor Swift. She's nothing to me. We parted ways years ago. But like when she came out first on the scene with acoustic and all that, you know, with those songs, like I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's it's not my style, but it's good. I can see the appeal. Now with like the new stuff, like the poppy stuff and all that, and some of the lyrics, I'm just like, I just I don't I don't get it. Why why are people paying fifty dollars for parking to sit outside the venue? Like, oh, I was about to do that myself. All right, I what I'm asking here, I'm like, I I don't want to debate. You know, everyone can yeah. love their own thing. I don't even want you to sell me, but I just I want to hear. From a Swifties mouth, who I know Swifties, but they're the Swifties that make it sound like a damn cult. Where it's like oh, it, it is a cult. They, where they're brainwashed, like brainwashed. Yeah. They they cry every time she's on TV. I'm like, you're 30 years old. It's time to grow up. No, like you're 45 and you're crying. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, S- sell me on Taylor. Don't sell me. Just tell me okay. about Taylor Swift. Where the appeal is. I'm gonna explain this to you, and it's gonna really come out of left field. Um, so I went through a lot of mental health issues over the last few years and, um, anti-hero that is the border borderline personality disorder song. I don't know if she knows that or not, but she wrote the song that describes that condition completely. I would hear it in all the, you know, borderline TikToks, And I was like, you know, this ain't that bad. You know, it's really self-loathing. I was like, listen to it. I was like, this is catchy. Now I listened to the rest of the Midnight's album. It's like, this is really catchy. Let's try the other songs. And next thing I know, I'm singing Speak Now and freaking, you know, Back to December and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, what's the one? Oh, All Too Well. I love Folklore. Folklore is an amazing album. This is me trying um, Invisible String. Carnegie, I, I love Carnegie and Mirrorball. I'm, I'm sorry I'm laughing. I just fine, I, dude. I, I, I love how left field this came because yes. I was not fucking expecting <laughs> this one bit. Like, you know, I, I remember friends in high school on guitar learning Taylor Swift and singing it, you know, <laughs> Romeo whatever. Right there. Like that song's good. You ain't singing that shit. Come on. But like like anti-hero like i when i hear that it's me hi i'm just like <laughs> i'm like i where i what like and it's like i don't know i just i just i can't get behind it but i i understand you know you you're having health issues you're like this could be it you know what i'm just gonna turn to the darks i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i do she is like i'm a yankees fan like, at you, gotta be. That's the evil <laughs> empire. I totally get it. Damn crazy. It's like it's a it's one thing. It's you know, there's there's no doubt about it. When you see picture and video, like even not being a fan of the stage show, it's like holy shit. Yeah. But it's like then I hear these people paying like twenty grand a ticket and all that. And with me, like that was the main thing with me. I'm like, I can't think of an artist. That like unless like the who Keith Moon and John Enwistle came back from the dead, that I would even spend over five hundred dollars to see. Well, you, now, see, you know what? I mean, yes, yeah, seeing them live would be cool. You know, like Taylor. Yeah, it's, but it's like it's to me, it's almost like a sporting event. It'd be a lot better to watch it on TV because you're going to miss stuff. 
you know? Yeah. I, 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 a lot of people might think that's weird. I like sports on TV versus seeing a baseball game in real life. Because, like you said, I can't afford the good seats. I'm going to be up in the bleachers or, you know, the nosebleeds. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. Plus, it's at least with TV now on the powers of it, you know, the controller could pause live TV. Yeah. You know, and then it's just a matter of not picking up your phone to see spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. And it's like mainly that where it's like, I see like these people like spending like so much money to go to multiple dates and all that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, to eat your own, whatever makes you happy. I'm like, but I, then the thing that gets me is the arguments of when they're like, oh, well, you're just not a real music fan then. To like other people, and I'm like, don't, don't, no, 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 no. I'm like, I love music. You know, music has helped me through so much shit. Like everyone, I'm like, I just, I, I just, I don't get it, and that's why I want that. And they, they even argue you're not real sweaty and stuff. I'm like, guys, chill the fuck out. You know, like that's that's the thing. Like I see a lot of gatekeep, uh, gatekeeping, yeah, with Swifties, and I'm like, yo. It's Taylor Swift. What what would Taylor want? <laughs> oh, dude, she, she always tells them, "Guys, knock it off." Seriously, all the time. Yeah, so. because I see so many like people posting, "I deserve these tickets over these people that came in during these." Out and like, I I hate that mentality because it's like I think about how many bands I found after they made it real big, big. Yeah. But it's like no, then I back catalog. I listen to everything, you know, and enjoy it like i can't believe we're having a fucking taylor swift talk on the podcast right now yeah, good right here <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love it though because it's like the fact that you go to all hardcore shows and all that but then you're such a big fan of stuff like that and that's like a pipe dream and like you know what no i'm gonna make it my goal i'm gonna band together all the swifties i know and be like listen let's go girls let's get Let's get Dave to shoot Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> I got random equipment, man. I don't got the lenses to shoot that shit. See, I that's the, follow, you know, like a hardcore show being up in their, her face. <laughs> that, that's the problem, though, with me going in with that mentality to the people like the people I know that are Swifties and they're going to see it coming from me. Well, I'm like, all right, we got to get my buddy Dave to go shoot Taylor Swift. They're going to go, and this is a poor taste joke. Holy shit, Nick just put a hit out on Taylor Swift. It's got something oh, to do with the last name DiMaggio going to shoot Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those things, though. That I'm like, if, if I somehow had the power to make that happen, like, you shoot, I, if you randomly got the opportunity and I saw it, I'd be like, I want to go get front row seats just to see you in that <laughs> moment. I would not stop talking about her <laughs> before and after. I, I would just want to see you in that moment. And you know what? That At that moment, seeing the joy on your face and the joy you're capturing in that lens would probably turn me into a Swifty. And I hate that I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's like, as I said, her older son, and like, you know, she she does put on a hell of a performance and yeah. all that. It's, it's just, I don't know that the, the I, I don't know. It's just you know, another one, I, you know, my second place would be Billie Eilish. I love her too. 
right, Billy Eilish, I could get down with Billy. Okay. All right, you want to get personal here? <laughs> you want to get you Let's you do- want a t- too much information story? Uh oh, it's not too too much information. So you know, I like I like I like to be clean shaven, but. No pun intended with my name. I've nicked myself a few times. And in my old age, it's been scaring me. You know, I got shaky. Not really. <laughs> I don't got shaky <laughs> hands, but it happens. And I'm like, you know what? Let's see what Nair is all about. I've always wanted to try Nair. But, you know, I felt like turning 30, I was finally old enough to try Nair. But they made it for, you know, your parts. Yes. I was going through a dark time in my life. And, you know, I'm never one to say villain era. I never. <laughs> As the kid knocks all the wind, you know what? We're just gonna cut it off there. <laughs> oh no, no, you're not stopping. <laughs> so I just go to town, and I never, and it worked perfect on you know my bits. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And you know, summer was approaching. Well, actually, no, it was in the middle of summer. And I'm like, I'm going for the hole. I'm gonna. It says I can use this on my ass. And right as I decided this and started applying, you just hear dun, dun, dun. white shirt now red my blood. Bad guy comes on my Spotify playlist. So I immediately afterwards text my, my brother, my best friend. I'm like, guess what I'm doing right now? They're like, well, I'm like, I'm narrowing my asshole to bad guy by Billy Elish. Is this my villain era? And they're like, you're what? <laughs> But no, that's <laughs> I want the podcast to know I had my hand in my face the whole time shaking my head. It was. It was. And and you asked if we could curse on this podcast. That, 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 what's wrong, you know, with the streaming services? You know? My the main reason I had to bring that up with you mentioning Billie Eilish, Eilish, because she is fantastic. She is very great. And she's another one with the stage. Like this is someone that when Miley Cyrus, quote unquote, went off the deep end and, you know, found hallucinogens and all that. I saw Miley Cyrus at Prudential center for my birthday. And then I saw her with the dead pets at, uh, at the time it was electric factory. Like I, I was huge in the Miley then. I always loved Miley Cyrus, you know. And people were calling me crazy for it. Um, like, it, so it's like I guess I, you know what? This conversation was a therapy session. I see, I see the <laughs> other side now. But um, I mainly wanted to share that story because before I'm like, dude, all sorts of shit said on this. So <laughs> did the did the kid come outside? Almost, almost. I am. Am I on? Am I on speaker? <laughs> All right. Just want to make I'm, sure I I watch it. He's hurt way worse. <laughs> I'm the uh, best parent. In the world. <laughs> hey, I was watching horror movies as a kid. It it what it makes or breaks you, but I just don't want to be like. So what was this guy doing? The bad guy. <laughs> oh, trust me, shit. Blacked <laughs> out stuff. <laughs> But all right, Dave. Well, since the kid seems like you know want to hang out and all that, we're you know past an hour and all that perfect time frame. 
I don't know if there's anything you want to touch on with the. Fr- I know we kind of bounce around all different stuff, yeah. but um, with it with well, the photography, you know, yeah. you're kind of you it, seem it's gonna... you seem very simple when it comes to your photography. You just want to go to fun shows and shoot your yeah. stuff. So it's like I don't want to get too overbearing with that because yeah, like I, I like I like real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like. I mean, not not to discourage, like, you know, the battle bands, I like the Stone Pony or something. That shit ain't real. I'm sorry. Like, I, I need it, heart. In- you're talking to someone who played, I played Starland once. It was a battle of bands at, at 16. And it was like literally the worst band. I'm not even salty because we didn't advance, but it was like the worst band advanced because, and we talked to them after, they're like, yeah. We sold like 200 tickets and all that. And you saw the parents all made a money and all that. Yeah. Like, and there was, there was, there was even 50 people during the whole ba- battle of the bands competition. Like you sold 200 tickets and it's like, yeah. So I've, I've got that from you that you just love like the raw, just genuine That's, simplicity yeah. of these spots of just everyday people just going and playing the music, putting their all into it. Yeah. Dude, it, it comes out just with community. Like, you know, you end up knowing everyone there. And it's, I love- it, if I'm, if I'm the k- kiss your ass a bit it, oh. with your, <laughs> with your pictures though, it's like, you know, simple DIY venues and all that, you know, it's not the grand stage, Madison square garden, whatever, but it's like, you know, you look at those pictures and it doesn't matter how many people are behind those pictures. The people seeing those, it's like, damn, like this looks intense. Like, cause you're yeah. capturing, you're capturing at the right time. Cause you, you have such a feel for it by now, but also with like the shows you're going to, you're going to the people that are, you know, worked a nine to five and then had to go to this and they're pissed off and they're like, dude, I'm just letting it all out tonight. Yeah. Just be ready. You're going to see me unhinged to like their bandmates. And they're like, dude, we're there for it. And the band starts feeding on it. And like, I've come to up to bands afterwards. I'm like, dude, you know, you allowed to punch me in the face because <laughs> they're going so crazy. Like, no, treat me like a regular person. Yeah. <laughs> I like a, I, I'm sure. Well, you won't see that the way it's just too much. You know, it doesn't get too crazy there. But like, I get in the middle of the pit. Like, this is how I get those pictures. Like, shit, you gotta be in it to get it. Yeah, it's like um, like Tyler from Keep Pushing. He was saying like when he goes to a new spot to shoot because he does like a lot of skate, like the, yeah, uh, you know, skate pictures. And he says like it's he loves the skaters he shot before because they know he he's going to be in the perfect spot to not mess up their trick, but to capture it perfectly. He's like, I feel, I feel so weird. Like going to these people like that don't know me and aren't comfortable with me yet. He's like, cause he's like, I know what I'm doing, but they don't, he's like, I don't want to throw them off. It's same thing with the bands. Like, dude, like if you want to be that band that threw a swing at the photographer, like do it. I will capture the fist coming at me. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, there's a few bands I definitely connect with because, like, you know, seen them quite a bit. Apire is one of them. Like, dude, they they just they know we, uh, you know, a few like I said, a few bands we just really connecting. I get amazing pictures out of them. Uh, it's, when once that 
relationships kind of starting. You start yeah. to learn like the things of the band and all that. And they, you know, then it's like, oh, I, this song's on. I know they usually do this, yeah. this during it. Um, Let me go over here and yeah. Like Michelle and Lance area. I love them. They're great. You know, I always get awesome pictures of them. I mean, that's the thing. I haven't seen one picture you didn't take. That wasn't awesome. Oh, thank you. Hey, anytime, anytime. <laughs> but if you keep talking Taylor Swift on my podcast. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a nearing your asshole. So, you know, <laughs> touche. Touche. All right. We're we're young kidding. No, I, I, I like that the Taylor Swift talk came up. I like it because it's it, with this pod, I really like just getting like just the all sorts of shit people like. And when people bring out like the left field shit I'm not expecting and the audience might not be expecting, it's like that's the stuff that I live for. So and do this for. But I don't know if there's anything else you want to add before we kind of start to wrap this up. I would say anyone young does want to bring a camera show, bring a camera to the show. But expect to be up to the front, you're going to get hit. Don't get up someone, you know, someone knocks into you. Because I've yeah. seen that a little bit. Dude, you're up front. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. it's You got you to take the risk for the reward. Correct. But, yeah, kids, just come out, dude. It's fun. Do what you need to do. Yeah. Get into it, and yeah. also too, you know, kids especially because it's it's. I feel bad too with how much shit's disappearing. Yes, like so. It's like it. I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, Over the Edge. No, it's a small suburban town, and like you know, this like corporations like kind of taken over, and all the kids really have is a rec center. That's only open certain hours. And like, that's the only shit the kids have to do. And like, if they do any little thing, they get punished so hard. So the corporations bought building some sort of stupid like warehouse or something. But the plot of land is going to take up the rec center and they're going to destroy the rec center on the kids. The kids retaliate in the best way, though. I don't want to give too much away, but it's one of those things where I'm like, that movie came out in the seventies, I believe. And it's like one of those things where it's like seeing it so much now, I'm like, yo, a lot of you people doing it were that age when that movie came out and felt that rebellion. Yeah. And now you're doing it. I'm like, remember that fucking movie? Like, well, yeah, it's kids, but anyone, like, there's a, there's so many people I know in our age like yeah. age group that like they they oh i want to do this so bad but you know i'm not gonna why not yeah, I, I, just, I, I just don't i don't know i can't find the time i'm like time goes fast but you can always find it like yeah. it's instead of doing this take an hour to you know put it into learning a skill instead of watching an hour of tiktok videos or youtube videos put on I, youtube but I've noticed, at least with, with our generation, we're breaking it. They think, oh, once you get married, have kids, your life's done and over with. Yeah. And I've noticed a lot of people not doing that, including myself, obviously. Yeah. And that's another reason why, you know, kind of ask his, we'll ask his Dan a little, a little more. <laughs> it's like, you know, married kids. The kids are chilling at the show and you know kept safe of course and he puts in all the fucking rules 
to make sure that shit doesn't get out of hand. Cause, and some people might be like, Oh, you know, this is lame, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, no, this is this dude's house. He's providing to have us another place for original music to come. I I, I can tell you live in this town since uh, Oh nine, the kids need a place around here. That's, that's not just, you know, Burger King, you know, or Walmart. Yeah. Cause it sucks here. As I'm outside screaming, <laughs> it sucks in this place. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things though. It's like, you know, he's married with kid, he's doing it, he's playing yeah. in bands and all that. I shouldn't even say playing in bands. He's he's writing new music for multiple bands every fucking month. Every, there's always some random upload from him on yeah. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Like he'll be, I'll be like half the time I just tag him in the band because I don't know which band it is when he plays. I, I feel bad because I can't even keep up sometimes. Like yeah. out of nowhere I'll see a release that's like a month old. I'm like, wait, what? When did this come out? Like it's but nah, it's one of those things is there's always time to find and there's always time to to just do it and have fun. Yeah. Hitch a ride to our guest socials as we go for a little ego trip. All right, Dave. Well, this is the time of the episode where we go on a little ego trip. And oh. everyone listening, you take out your phones. I'm going to take mine out to uh, jot down everything that you have. And take out those phones and plug away. The links will be in the bio, but... If you don't want to go to the links in the bio, you could just listen to Dave talking right now. So where can people find you? What you do? What events you'll be coming up to? On Instagram on Dave Death. Was it Instagram.com slash Dave Death? Um, yeah, I usually repost flyers either shows I'm going to or want to go to. So or if I'm reposting it, there's a 90% chance I'll be there. Oh, so. yeah. That's it? Just Instagram? Yeah. I mean, if you guys... From my Instagram, you go to my um my Google Drive has a list of all the stuff I got currently uploading. I'm always doing my back catalog between current stuff. Cause I, I do want to get my whole catalog up there just so it's out there. Yeah. And that's on link in a bio of the Instagram. Yeah. And right, if you cool. want Facebook friends, I don't know. Talk a lot of shit. Uh usually when I get a little inebriated. <laughs> it's fine. I've never seen you talk shit. All I see is pictures. Now I'm gonna go scroll. <laughs> well, it's stories. Oh, all right. I'm, yeah, I'm, story ba- <laughs> I'm bad with stories. I post here that I try and like, I post here and there with social media. It's so hard to keep. I've been kind of good with going on it a little more in the sense of interacting with more stuff, like with not only my own, but like, oh shit, let me see what this person's doing. Yeah. Like, you know, with music and all that or art photography. So oh, yeah, it's easy enough. And if you don't know me, I'm Nicholas Christian. You can find me at Colt underscore sure underscore on Facebook and Instagram uh, at terror underscore tunes, T O O N S underscore on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. tunes.bandcamp.com. Uh, Terror got music on there on all the streaming sites too, but got stuff on there. Um, got merch for culture and terror tunes. And also got my 3d printed toys little art endeavors and if you're listening to this uh this saturday i'm looking at the calendar now because i'm like all right doing them ahead i'm like i don't care people gotta you know they they know these things are done ahead 
is the Smithville Art Walk, which I will be at, along with uh, past guest Bob Burke, um, a bunch of future guests I still got to have on. But it's run by Mike and Alexa of the Underground. Fantastic people. I think over 75 artists that do all sorts of different shit come out. And this is news to you. Don't tell anyone. This is like the <laughs> Gobstopper and Willy Wonka. That will be when you could p- get your hands on for the first time my new toy, Yoke Hogan. And you could purchase that at the Art Walk, and then it will be online on my band camp and everything at like nine o'clock at night. I'll probably be inebriated celebrating. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And yeah, dude, thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to, you know, to, oh, anytime, dude. I can't wait to see you again at a show. And I wish you were going there this Saturday. So we can hang out, but the yard and Ambler. Oh, another young band. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm my oh. mind. The HD. Uh, oh, uh, dude, band. you're good. Damage control. Uh, skins, 10 slugs, all these PA kids they are under 21. They're amazing. They're so cool. Oh yeah. That's like one spot that I don't know what it is with like the band we were doing. Hateful scarecrows. We were always in like Philly. But like lately, it's I haven't branched out too much in the PA or New York. I'm kind of taking baby steps to, you know, w- around these parts because I'm like these shows, you know, could do on a weekend. They're all driving distance. But yeah, I gotta I gotta go out to Philly more, and I gotta hit up like what you know you're saying. Like then just support like these people coming up because it's you know you got the the old grumpy people like us. But when the kids yeah, see the court. what's up. We got past the torch. Yeah. It's when you have uh I'm a big wrestling guy, so it's like when you see like the legends passing the torch to like yeah. the next talent, like but the veteran oh, back on the mat for the newbie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gotta gotta go to these shows and just kind of give give the kids their their push to keep going. So many times with you know shit we do. It's we know how it feels to be looked down on by the, the older people. Oh. 16 year old with long hair, you know, that's into all these weird bands. Yeah. <laughs> you can be 38 and do the same thing, kids. Exactly. <laughs> but all right, man. Well, it was a pleasure getting to chat with you and talk a little more than yeah. you know, at a show. Shows are chaotic, they're fun, but you can only talk so much. But yeah, it was great talking to you, and I'll be seeing you soon, I'm sure. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it easy, man. Thank you, you too. Like us out on this week's episode of the Cultural Podcast. It's hysteria with their song, Guillotine.